1: And it is indeed a very good morning from the Concrete Gang, and it's back to the future. Yes, indeed, uh, this morning, uh, the regulars have somehow disappeared into the mist again, and uh, last minute phone call, and two of us are here. Good morning. Good morning, The one brother. and only Silverback, otherwise known as Silver. <laughs>
2: hey? That's me. I like That's it. That's you. And
1: Warren are presenting The Concrete Gang on Community Radio 3CR 855 on your AM dial. And we're bright eyed, bushy tailed. And we've now had a chance to look back over the last week and think to ourselves well, I've been disappointed by Labor governments over the years, with the exception of the Whitlam government, because we had nothing to look back on in terms of expectation in those days, and they did some stuff. But since then,
3: Mm.
2: but bloody hell, what a relief. It was. It (laughs) It was. ai have got to tell you, it was a bloody
1: relief.
2: I think I checked my phone there, Warren, and um, when it first kicked off and they started counting, I looked, it was 26 Labor and 46 Liberal, and I thought, no, we've done it again. We've gone the early crow. And I turned the phone off, had the shits, (laughs) and then, um, you know, a couple of hours later, we're, we're in front, and I went, well, we've got it, we, we might have it here, but put the phone back in the pocket. And I said, no, don't, don't go the early crow, let's just wait. and Look, like we said before, let's hold them to account now.
1: That's right. And uh, where we are, as we understand it at this point in time, is the Labor Party have uh, got themselves to a point where they're right on the 76th to... Form government, and uh, it's possible that it might be 77. So it will still mean that the crossbenchers will have influence in the process of government, particularly in the Senate. Maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing, who knows? That depends down, really comes down to what the Labor Party is going to do and whether Elbo is going to, in fact, keep the undertakings he's made. And he's made a lot of undertakings, except hate to be negative, but what happened to industrial relations? Yes, it's all very well to say, as was co- completely, completely correct, that the people on the lowest wage, on the basic wage, deserve the full CPI increase. There's no doubt about that at all. There will be flow-ons, of course there is. But people need Change. When it comes to industrial relations, people need to be empowered again. The employers are talking about uh, industrial relations change, and it ain't going to mean giving people more power, because the only way people have power is getting together collectively, i.e. unions, and doing something together, and that's what's changed in the last 20 years, without much help from the previous Labor government, my humble opinion, but Here it is, you've got a clean sheet, elbow, let's start writing the story on it. And some of it, that has been written so far, it's good. There's a commitment uh, demonstrated uh, with Brother the Aboriginal and the Torres Strait Island flags being part of the display behind the government in their press conferences. Let's keep going. 100%.
2: He's also committed to the Uluru Statement of the Heart, which I like it. Not I like his commitment to Indigenous Australians, but there's a lot more to go on because a lot of the mob down here in Victoria don't support the Uluru Statement of the Heart. So, look, it's a foot in the right direction, but we'll work that out when we come to it.
1: Yep, there's there's, there's going to be a discussion about truth. There's going to be a discussion about uh, truth telling. There is a commitment. That was one of the first things that's mentioned. Let's give uh, credit where it's due. Someone's actually made a commitment, not like, not like uh, what's been happening in the last few years. Because it's already five years since the Uluru statement from the heart was made, and nothing happened.
2: That's um, Scomo and his cronies—they masquerade as uh, politicians during the day, but that night, you know, us brothers know they got their white hoods on and their torches out the front of people's houses. <laughs> You know, that's honest to God how you feel with this Liberal government. Now they're gone, it's a bit of a relief.
1: And we should say that on a number of areas where people have been talking about what needs to be done, corruption, a need for an integrity commission, climate change, dealing with climate change, dealing with all the issues that are involved in the health system and its failures, which have been so you know, readily demonstrated in the last couple of years. There's a lot of stuff to be done. We'll give people the benefit of the doubt. Yep. But, being the cranky old bugger I am, if you don't expect much, you're not going to be disappointed.
2: Well, you're right, because we have been burnt in the past, you know. i just come in when Rudd, in the industry, when Rudd got elected and, you know, I had no idea of the politics back then. I was a younger man. And then, you know, I've got kids now in a house myself and now, you know, doing what I do, you see the implications. If I go to work to do my job, it'll cost me personal payment fines. And so now we have to hold them to account, you know. Highlight the corruption with the is it ICAC or IBAC, yeah. And, you know, the sports rorts, you know, the water rorts of Angus Taylor, um, you know, the Bridget McKenzie, all these rorts that went on for so long. Need to be investigated and brought, and, and for Labor as well, if they're going to play up, they need to be getting the wrap across the knuckles, you know, for playing up. So I'm looking forward. Hopefully we can have some change for the working class and get it back to Labor looking after the working class, not, you know, trying to be semi-liberal politicians.
1: And, Silver, you're right, because there's one aspect to rorting which uh, <coughs> so far has not been mentioned. And they just got an increase in their budget. Oh, yes, I forgot about that one. Cheerio to the ABCC. Eh? Yes. And all the bullshit that has gone on, all of the efforts made by government agencies, not just in industrial relations, which is a problem, but also all that robo debt bullshit. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that have gone on over the years where money, big time money, has been spent. And what has really happened? Mm. Nothing good for working people.
2: Lip service.
1: But we, as we said before, there is uh, an ample opportunity for the Albanese government to start with a clean sheet and get on with it. But there is going to be, obviously, nothing like a smooth sailing uh, proposition in any of this stuff because we are the subject of what happens overseas and all the rest of it. But... I think if there's a commitment, let's move forward. 100%. And hopefully, with a more uh, diverse uh, representation in Parliament, number of women elected, the number of non-Anglo-Saxon people elected, even the fact that Albanese has a, a non-Anglo-Saxon name for the first time in the history of Australia. All of this is positive. But, as you said before, Silver, people have got to be held to account they have at least got to carry out what they have put on the table. And they haven't put a lot on the table, but they put some stuff on the table and people responded to that. Because you can go on all you like about independence and the Greens and all the rest of it. In the end, it comes down to the last two in any election. And people overwhelmingly decided... Their second choice, their final choice. Who was going to form government? Because everyone understands how preferences work. Who was going to form government? Albanese or Morrison? And they decided on Albanese. Let's let, let's move forward. Now, the industry. There have been a few things happening around the industry. Yes, I'm a bit out of date because I'm sitting on the. Uh, I'm not sitting on the cross benches. I'm sitting on the interchange bench. But uh, there's been a few things happening around the place and uh, you might like to uh, bring us up today. Okay,
2: all right. Out in the um, Hyatt area, we've got the, um, what are they called? Ryman. Ryman, that's it. Ryman, Our, uh, uh, playing up out at um, Hyatt. Okay. The building site, I'm looking at it now, actually looks like a third world country. It's terrible, starter bars with no caps on it, falls from heights, It is its shambles. We've um, also got... Uh.
1: Well, Ryman, just so that people understand, is a New Zealand company, and they're into building uh, retirement villages, nursing homes, and so oh. on. They figure they can't lose, because everyone's got to die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what else oh. have we got happening right, out there? Ryman Health. It, um, we've also got the Westgate Tunnel in Benalla. Oh, the
3: precast.
2: Anyone. The Pre- precast yard. The
1: precast facility up Let at Benalla.
2: Precast yard. The gantry crane has dropped a load of concrete precast. And, um, they are already nearly killed a young man last year. I think he was 19 years old. Mm. Um, WorkSafe came out with the blindfold on. Nothing to see here. Um, yeah, it did nothing. All disappeared. Um, also, a bit of a shout out to the uh, raw Recruitment. Um, Indigenous labour hire company reneged on their first ever CFMU Indigenous shop stewards uh, maternity leave, which is a bit bit rough, but um, we'll work that out hopefully in the coming days. And It uh, well, only, hap- only happens to be the law of the country,
1: I would have thought, quite apart from the EBA. Yes, yes. The National Employment Standards gives maternity leave and has done for mm-hmm. decades. <clears throat> so, what's going on with law?
2: Oh. Um, We'll find out today. There's a bit of a meeting. Hopefully, we'll get it resolved this morning.
1: Well, one of the problems that we did mention earlier is the nature of industrial relations in this country. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, when it comes to an issue like this, a simple, straightforward issue like this, the union has to get involved. And then, of course, employers get the option of running off to the ABCC and other government regulators and making complaints. Now, that's one thing that our good mate, Elbo could uh, start changing because I understand and have understood for a long time that when it comes to the Senate, the Greens and Jackie Lambie and a number of other Senators are in fact very unhappy with the industrial relations aspect of the Morrison government and the Turnbull government and the Abbott government before them. And really, the test is coming now. Yes. Because if we're going to en- embolden people to actually look after their um, wages and conditions, how they work, when they work, all the rest of it, then someone's got to start doing something. And starting with our industry, which produces so much productivity in this economy be nothing less than a little bit of justice
2: Square Ups are coming
1: Righto Now we might at this point cut to a track Um. and you'll enjoy this
4: (laughs) Another election done It's time to hit the road Australia's told you where the bloody hell to go Now you're not PM, you'll have plenty of free time Given your history though you'll probably be fine It was totally predictable, you wouldn't win this fight So I hope you booked a ticket to Hawaii clear of anger and work to keep your dodgy mates off trail. Well, it's a cold and that smuggy buck and smile. Next time you go on holidays when the country is on fire, remember you can blame
5: your way. You know, I, I don't hold a hose, mate. If you have a go in this country, you'll get a go. How good is Gladys Lou? How good's Trevor Evans? How good is Gladys Berejiklian? A former Afghani. How good's that? This is cold. Don't be afraid. I've answered your question. I said no. Well, I've already answered the first question on several occasions, so I don't propose to do that again. Well, I just reject the premise of the question. I've already made my comment. You said it was not a race, and now
4: you're first in line. I hope you don't just blame this on your way. If you have a go, you get a go. How good's mum?
5: Trains taking wickets in the bars.
4: Yes, something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you don't just blame this on your way. Now,
5: I'm not going to pretend to you that I go out each day and I buy a litre of milk. I'm not going to pretend to you that I do that.
1: Well, congratulations to The Chaser for that little reminder of why he's no longer Prime Minister of
2: Australia. Very funny. I like that one.
1: Well, (laughs) bullshit baffles brains. But when you believe your own bullshit like that idiot did, you get what you deserve. Righto. Now, we have got uh, a few uh, other issues to talk about and that is we've got some new organisers on the uh, uh, on the horizon.
2: They have, um, I think, young Costa Joseph Feedies, don't get me wrong. Started in the civil sector, we've got young Corey Locks, a.k.a. Bob Catter, his fancy dress. Um, you're going to kill me for that. And uh, young Rhett Campbell, um, I think he'll be doing the south-east. So we're, we're starting to expand, and uh, the new fellas have yet to do their Oath at the orgs meeting, so um, we'll be looking forward to that.
1: So, we're renewing our team,
2: yes, right? So, fresh legs off the bench. That's
1: it. We've got a lot of football to play, and uh, governments come and governments go. But our normal problem is employers, and uh, we need to get on with that because even with as you mentioned earlier, Raw Recruitment, who are going to get a nomination for Scallywag, Um, they have an EBA. They've had an EBA for many years, and yet
2: they go feral on you. It all comes down to the dollar at the end of the day.
1: Yes, this industry is only about the money,
2: isn't it? 100%, 100%. Now,
1: we have had a few other incidents around the industry our mm-hmm. good friends uh contractors. Oh, ace contractors oh, or
2: ace what the add on a, a government job in McConnell, dear ace contractors they are using non co compliant labor hire so they use it under the guise of the YMCA labor hire and what it is is it's an old it's a offend, a prison program they mm-hmm. they use for the social procurement aspect no 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 Enco link, no bus, no, no, not co-compliant. They've also got dirty plant hires out there, planting trees. No EBA, all right? They've also got, um, and it's a bit of a slap to McDowell too, yeah? It's a bit of a slap to them. Say, so, hey, listen, this is your job. You're, you are you know, you're a tier one builder on these government jobs. Pay them what they're worth, yeah? Just because a bloke comes out of a prison doesn't mean he can be treated like a slave. yeah. A Sorry. B C C nothing to see here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. It'll be interesting how they rewrite the budget, won't it? Hmm.
2: Mm, I wonder whether it was th thirty five million was it, yeah. Warren? Yeah it was a thirty five million just before the election they gave him. Oh dear. You know?
1: No more overtime. The Christmas party's been cancelled. Mhm. Righto, now. There's a couple of other people who have been playing up, which we'll get to in, sc- in Scallywags. But at the moment, we're coming up very soon to a couple of things. One is the Radiothon. The Radiothon will be raising money for 3CR. And of course, the Concrete Gang pull-up will be taking place in July. Oh. And I think it's about the, the first uh, RDO in July. Not that I have RDOs anymore. Every day is an RDO. But uh, the first RDO in July will be the uh, Concrete Gang pull-up. I think it's about the 11th. Yep. Um, and that will be at The Cross, which is a uh, venue in Fitzroy Street, uh, St Kilda. St Kilda, yeah. And to Jock and all the great crew down there, thank you very much for... Uh, making the venue available, and we will be letting you know over the next few weeks exactly how you get a ticket, what it's going to cost you, and, of course, it'll be money for 3CR. And last but not least, in terms of announcements, reminders, whatever you want to call them, there's a shutdown weekend coming up. How good is the Queen? Aye? how good is the Queen? It would be better, of course, if we were having a... Uh, public holiday for a Republican Australia, but at the moment I'm rep- I'm a, a Christian a couple of times a year, a Royalist once a year, and I love horse racing on another weekend. Okay, moving right along. We have got uh, some scallywags, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some probably some others we can add.
2: Yeah, I think ADCO out in Belgrave. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, ABCC called on officials, you know. Yep. Uh, Blokes making statements to the ABCC, so they're, uh, they're in the um, naughty corner. Righto, so we've got... We've got Ace, who else have we got? Well, we've got Ryman. Um, the pericast yard, we've got Ryman. We've, we've got, got Raw Recruitment for raw, being naughty.
1: Raw Recruitment. And uh, <coughs> I would have thought McConnell Dow. Oh yeah, Forgot Mentioned along the with Ace. And I want to nominate a scallywag and a sook, Barnaby Joyce. There's more to representing country people than having a big gut and wearing a big hat. I'm sorry. And he is more responsible, I would have thought, for the loss of votes by the Liberal Party to people like the Teal Independents and all the rest of it, because the Liberal voter in those sort of safe Liberal seats wasn't just voting against Morrison – Voting against Morrison because him and his mate Barnaby Joyce stuffed it up for everyone. And and these people, these decent enough people who had a view that when it came to climate change and so on, something more needed to be done than just Barnaby Joyce sucking it up to the mining
2: companies. 100%. Didn't they? Weren't they the ones that um, destroyed the Murray Darling Basin? It was Barnaby, wasn't it? And Angus. Angus Taylor wasn't it? Yes, wasn't Angus, sure, Angus yeah. Taylor. Yes, destroyed the Murray to their own, you know, farming communities. Destroyed it, and the billions of dollars they went to fix it disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> no, the old look over here, it's corn <laughs> trick. Now you see it. Now you don't. Yes, indeed. It's going to be a
1: uh, a good week next week if uh, even the National
2: Party caucus decide. <clears throat> Barney, you got to go. He's a bloke from Victoria running, what's his name? Do you know him, Warren? He's yeah, actually yeah, challenging him.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, the member for Gippsland, I've forgotten his name. But there'll be a few other people in the race and uh, Barney can get up there and say that they held on to their seats and all the rest of it. But they've usually had huge majorities in those seats and they have been reduced massively. So they've actually gone from being in a very strong position in a coalition to, I would have thought, being a weakened position. Mm-hmm. And if you want to have a go at a few people, can I add Clive yep. Palmer? <laughs> hey, Ooh. can I add that useless, you know, piece of oh, shit? What do you say?
2: Three three percent fixed home loans. and I think I think an econ, econ, economist said. The only way you can do that is if you buy the big four banks. Yeah. Yeah? That's the only way you can do it, mate. Yeah. And he, he's, even though he's rich, he's not that rich. No.
1: And the problem is, of course, that the money that's gone into the election, and this is why I'm no- nominating him as a scallywag, is money that he has taken out of the various companies he controls. And just like Queensland Nickel... When the time came, he walked away and left all those people up in Gladstone. I think it was high and dry and owed a lot of
2: money—sixty-six million, I think it was. Yeah.
1: And that's how you pay to be a political uh, fixer, like our Clive Palmer has been on a couple of, or tried to be this time, and probably succeeded a bit better last time. But anyway, there's a few nominations for you. Mm. What do you reckon, Silver?
2: Jesus, I'm tossing up between Adco. I like Adco. Is that a raw Adco, and probably Clive? I'm going to go for Clive because he. Yeah, go to Clive. I like Clive. Right. What about you, brother?
1: Well, hundred million dollars, and his vote went up nationally because he ran candidates in every seat, but his actual vote where he previously had a good vote, a bit like Pauline Hanson. Her vote was up nationally, but all the seats where she was a contender to win, their vote fell away to nothing. So that was an interesting development that not many people have mentioned.
3: Mm,
1: Okay, we're going to go for a... Given the fact that there's a change of government, we need to go for a political sort of nominee, so I'm happy to go with Clive Palmer. But I reckon... That we should throw Ryman in there, yeah, hundred percent. Because we are about the industry, and Ryman are people who have taken full advantage of the system, as created in this country by successive governments, to basically go anti-union. And so I'm going to suggest Ryman. I agree. But when it comes to Sookie Lala, please indulge me, because the big fat man in the big hat about is the be. biggest Sook I know. Blood pressure, oh. red face.
2: Playing yep. up like a second yep. hand with snipper on his wife and kids. Yeah, <laughs> yelling at the kid. Oh.
1: Well, I suppose at least he didn't abuse the kid by falling on top of him like that other idiot, but never mind. Oh, the, the there is. you go. It's all happening here on the Concrete <laughs> Gang. Oh geez, I'm starting to warm up. Yeah, I think I better. I think I better come back next week and have another go. But yeah. anyway, we're going to go out the same old way: dare to struggle, Michael, dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you lose. You lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going out with, well, Campo's choice, and I fully agree with it: the one and only Clear Clearwater Revival. Mm-hmm.
5: you to the table, you see the same old thing, ain't no food upon the table, there's no fog up in the pan, but you better not complain, boy.
3: midnight